This conference is now being recorded. Welcome to the Wednesday evening, March the 17th, 2010. Oh my gosh, it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Tonight is Dream the Biggest Dream presents Lessons from the Front Line. And tonight's topic, Breaking Down the Wall. <laughs> Welcome to this evening's call. So here I was thinking that maybe the reason we didn't have as many people joining us tonight was the change in time. Um, well, actually, the time has stayed the same, just the, I mean, the label of time has stayed the same, just the amount of light that we're experiencing this time has shifted. But then I also realized that it's St. Patrick's Day, and I bet a number of people that are normally on this call are out there imbibing in something green or eating something green, most certainly wearing something green. Now, I do want to let you know that I didn't wear green today, and nothing against anything except the actual story that someone told me last night about St. Patrick's Day, and I go ahead and share this with you. Now, with the caveat that I did not research this to see if it was true, so this is at this moment for me hearsay. Now, I did mention it in my class today, and um, it seemed to go along with whatever what other people knew about um, St. Patrick and the day, and so the story that I was told last night is that St. Patrick, uh, now I should have researched it, because here I am, I'm I just, okay, I'm just going for it, that St. Patrick, one of the things that he did was rid Ireland of the snakes, and when it was explained to me last night at this amazing ceremony that we did up in Los Angeles, and I'll tell you about it in a little bit, it was explained to me that the snakes were a euphemism for pagans, <laughs> and in that I somewhat feel aligned with pagans. I had my own, I don't want to call it a protest, but I took a stand today and I didn't wear any green. So I'll leave it at that. Um, I'm sure I'm going to hear about this or something. By the way, when we unmute the lines, um, if you know more about this story and want to share it with me and, and uh, pop me into greater enlightenment on this, uh, that would be fabulous. I do want to share the story of what took place last evening for uh, Jesse uh, Ion and myself up in Los Angeles. We had the extraordinary opportunity. Uh, we were invited to come up to L.A. and do a transformation group energy multiple modality session with the Lucent Dossier family. These are, or crew, these are performers, dancers, performers. They are, you know, I'm not just, I'm not big on, on labels, but I would have to say they are like the alternative Cirque du Soleil, and they perform at Coachella, and they're at Burning Man, and they've been flown all over the world, and um, 
they are they they are really something and so uh they're connected with the do lab crew and we were invited to do our transformation experience for them and i will just tell you that it was amazing uh, I've been doing these experiences for almost five years now. Ion and I have been doing them for a few months, um, and we, we, we do them all the time. But this was unique, because what we had here is a group of performers, truly um, a family of beings uh, that are very connected and have a deep love and respect for each other. And so we came into their space in downtown Los Angeles and set up pads and pillows and the altar and the, the citrine centerpiece. And um, we only had two hours, although we pretty much stretched it. I think we got in there at 8.30, didn't get set up till 9.00. And I don't think we left till after midnight, although it, obviously it ended before that. So what we found last night was this energy of people that already know each other. Now, remember, you know, we advertise what we do. We promote it. We get, you know, some people come together, one, you know, two people come together, and then they meet everyone else and lots of uh, solo people. Uh, and so uh, – this was this was over the top. Uh, plus, these are performers, and they have dedicated their life in this moment to inspiring others through their visual inspiration of what they do. It was an absolute treat to be in their presence, and. This is the second session that we've done uh, recently that ended with spontaneous laughter. Um, it was, they entered a collective space of such bliss and joy, I guess we would call it blissful joy or joyful bliss, that um, gales of laughter uh, from from everyone afterwards there were i don't know 15 people uh or so and uh whew, it was it was it was something else and i just uh this this transformation work that we get to do and we get to share is truly an aspect of us sharing our gift of love with with the people that are drawn forth to be part of this. And so, on with tonight's call. Uh, but I'm on this, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the inspiration oil, which uh, has really lifted me quite high. But I'm also on uh, this amazing high from, from this weekend. So, uh, or from last night. And also from this weekend, we were in San Diego over the weekend and at the Namaste Yoga Center, which is, uh, again, one of our favorite places uh, to do this transformation, and uh, it was fabulous. So 
Last night was Step Into Purpose with Focus. Saturday in San Diego was Fear Resolution Into Joy. Lots of good stuff happening. And all of it's bringing up my stuff, you know, no doubt about it. So tonight's topic is breaking down, and then the on-purpose pregnant pause, the wall. And I hope you had an opportunity to look closely at the graphic uh, that, that I did for, for this week's call. I want to read to you what I wrote. I've been interested in addressing the multitude of ways we keep ourselves from our dreams. I see these as the blocks that create the wall between us and what we truly desire our lives to be about. These blocks are unaddressed belief systems, stuffed emotions, fears, and self-limiting thoughts. And they show up for us so very solid. Most times, they even seem more solid than our dreams themselves. So this week's graphic, again, I hope you looked at it. If not, you can go back to it. On one side, it's what seems like a very real wall with well-defined blocks or bricks. And the other side depicts the illusion. It's not really a wall on the other side. It's not, it's not really made of bricks or blocks, kind of. And then beyond this wall is the life of our dreams. And so what I'm suggesting is time to call in the demolition crew. This wall no longer serves us. And that's what I'm looking at in my own life. I had an experience on Thursday of this past week. And... It was a big day for me on Thursday. Uh, There is a summit coming up. It'll be uh, broadcast the beginning of May, and I was asked to be one of 20 people to be part of this summit. And I was interviewed for two, almost two and a half hours on Thursday. No, when was my interview? Yeah, I think it was on Thursday. And so this was an amazing experience for me. Uh, everything went really well. And the two moderators or facilitators of this summit that are pulling all these people together uh, were very kind about uh, what I had to share, how I shared it and what everything was. And uh, then... That, actually, that was, Friday, that was Friday morning. On Friday afternoon, uh, my daughter Maya, she's nine years old, we went to see a doctor that also practices out of the center that, um, one of the centers that I base my holistic healing practice out of. And um, Dr. Yonda, and I've been very impressed with him, but never had an appointment with him. And he said, you know, listen, come on in. Uh, let, 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 me, let me show you what I do. And so Maya wasn't feeling too well. She was sick on uh, Thursday out of school. So I took Thursday off and stayed home with her, and we had a lovely day. 
And so she went to school on Friday, picked her up after this interview that went so well, and I took her to see Dr. Yonda. And it was an incredible appointment. He's a chiropractor. He is, uh, works extensively with applied kinesiology. This is a type of muscle testing. And so Maya has had this cough since about last September. And uh, it's like she's always got it, and then every about month, month and a half, it flares up to be something kind of big. And at that point, the health practitioners tell us, oh, she's got the cold or flu or something like that. But this particular time with Dr. Yonda, he identified right away that she had parasites and even was able to identify the exact type of parasite. He works with rife frequencies, as do I, so I needed to know the exact type so we could start hooking Maya up to the rife device um, here at home. And uh, so he was able to even identify it like that, and it took all of, I don't know, six minutes so I'm totally in awe of, of Dr. Yun, and then I get on, he hooks my up to the Rife device, I get on the table, and, you know, I'm not feeling bad at all, but, um, you know, I'm just like, yeah, show me what you got, and he identifies right away that I have food poisoning, says he's got some acidophilus for me, um, I'll be through it uh, by the next morning. And he goes about doing some adjustments on me, neck, uh, back, hip. Um, and I felt amazing, absolutely amazing. And he looked at me and he said, you know what, Mark, why don't we just do this as a trade? And I will tell you that in that moment right there, I came face to face with one of my blocks. And I was able to vocalize it. I said, Dr. Yonda, I've got to tell you that uh, I'm a little bit intimidated. Um, you know, I've just seen you, the master, at work here. And I am in awe of your abilities and what you've just done for me and for my daughter. And I said, I, I'm, I'm intimidated to, to work on you because you, you are amazing. And even as I said it, I realized that, that this is a big block for me. Uh, this is why I still have my photography business. This is why I still do uh, marketing for people. And uh, I'm not constantly doing um, holistic healing. And so we identified, actually, interestingly enough, um, I'm going to be meeting with him on Friday and uh, working on his marketing, that that's really what he needs. Uh, he has 30 clients a week now, and he'd like 80, and I can get him 50 more clients a week. So that night I got home, and, and Maya went to sleep, and I was going through some emails, and I read a couple emails from the facilitators of the interview earlier in the day. Um, and they were quite complimentary of me. And I read a couple other emails that had come in from some people 
different people whose lives I've touched. And I had a realization as tears were streaming down my face. And that realization was that I don't give myself credit for what I bring to this experience. I don't give, well, I don't give myself enough credit. I don't honor my abilities enough. And it was a major release for me. And in that moment, I felt not like I took one block out of the wall that I've built up, um, but maybe I took about four or five blocks out. This was a big one for me. Uh, I got further validation. I was speaking with um, one of the people that uh, has been good enough to step forward to to mentor me, and I was um, telling them of, of my experience and of my trade-out with Dr. Yonda, and then I expressed the insecurity that came up about it, and this person looked at me and said, very interesting that you would express your insecurity about this trade with Dr. Yonda when I was sitting here, when he, he was sitting there listening, and he, he expressed to me that in his mind he was feeling that Dr. Yonda was getting the better end of the deal. I'm getting a lot mirrored back to me about how it works for me. And, and the more I pay attention, the more I'm seeing what my blocks are. And as soon as I see what a block is, I'm able to take it out of that wall. And as soon as I take it out of that wall, I get to see that much more of what my dream for my life, for my experience is on the other side. And uh, so that's really where this, this call came from. There's a Anthony Robbins quote. He says, all personal breakthroughs begin with a change in beliefs. Now, this is Lessons from the Front Line, and uh, I can speak most, um, the, the best that I can share comes directly from my experience. When we do our transformation work, we have what becomes a mantra in the three-hour experience, and that mantra is, Self-observation is the path to transformation. So when I explain what this call is about and breaking down the wall, I talk about these blocks being unaddressed belief systems, stuffed emotions, fears, and self-limiting thoughts. And that's exactly what they are, and you can't get to them if you're not practicing self-observation. You can't get to them if you're not really looking at your stuff. And it's not always comfortable to look at your stuff. 
it is not always comfortable to look at your stuff. And let's face it, my friends, haven't we all spent a lot of years finding really good, creative, sometimes subtle, sometimes not so subtle ways to get out of looking at our stuff? Haven't we gotten really good at sort of ducking around our stuff as it's right in front of us? At tucking it away? Ion was talking in a transformation the other day, and he was explaining that he puts his stuff like in Tupperware. This is what he used to do. Put his stuff, his issues, his blocks, his stuffed emotions, his self-limiting thoughts in Tupperware containers and tucks them away. I stopped him, this was in San Diego, and I said, I cannot believe that you are that neat in the core of your being, that you're packaging your stuff up in Tupperware. I said, I, I spent years just tucking it over there and shoving it over there and putting it under that other crap over in the corner. <laughs> but Ion, bless him, is a little bit... Uh, organized and he's putting it in Tupperware really sealing it up and putting it away what are you doing what have you done what is your pattern with your stuff think about it how have you dealt with your issues over the years have you dealt with them head on I gotta believe if you've dealt with them head on for your life that we'd all be listening to your call right now. <laughs> I got to believe that you're like me, that you're like possibly you're organized and everything like Ion, or somewhere in between the two of us, and you've swept it under the carpet, tucked it away over there, found that closet inside the core of your being and open up the door and just shoved crap in there until you could barely close the door and then you push all your weight on the door and closed it and said shoo all right <laughs> thank goodness <laughs> that all fits just perfect <laughs> and then walked away well you know what's happening right now you know what's happening with the energies that make up our universe, the energies that are part of our experience, and that is they no longer allow this stuff to be tucked away. It doesn't work that way. Now, I've been spending quite a bit of time with, with Ion, and uh, we get to share... Um, a lot of our life experience because we happen to be two really incredible mirrors for each other and the other thing is we don't let the other one get away with anything <laughs> we are constantly in a most loving and pure way calling each other out on our stuff and so um I came back, I, I taught this morning at the college, then I went over to a client's office, someone whose website uh, I host, 
and he's been having some problems with his email. And so I went over there today to try and figure it out, you know, if it's our server, which I didn't uh, particularly know if it was the server or what was going on, and went over there with the full intention of fixing it. And um, I spent almost two hours, and I couldn't fix it. it. Everything worked on my laptop in their office and, and on their main computer. You know, nothing worked. Couldn't get to the website, couldn't get the email. So I pretty much said, hey, I'm, I'm leaving. It's not our issue. Our stuff all works fine. You know, call Time Warner. There seems to be something going on with them or something, but it's not, it's not, it's not our stuff. And I came back here, and Ion was here, and we were talking, and uh, some other things happened. Um, just uh, make a long story short, I canceled a uh, merchant account I've had for 12 years last week, and they they charged me as soon as they canceled me. They charged me $350. Took it out of one of my accounts I don't use very much, and it overdrew the account and bounced a bunch of other charges. And I was just like, so <laughs> I went from this frustrating thing in a client's office that in the drive between the client's office and coming back to my workspace, I had pretty much cleared. And I get here and I get online and I look at that account and it's like, whoa, what happened? Um, and uh, I've got direct. This is. I'm totally bringing you into my world. All right. I've got direct deposit um, into that account. Um, I have my uh, te teaching salary go in there, and I was to be paid on the 15th, which would have made it so. Even with the 350 out, nothing bad would have happened. You know, it just would have been a weird blip that I would have cleared up with all those involved, and and that money didn't go in there. I, I wasn't paid, and so. All this stuff is happening, and Ion is sitting there. I mean, I'm going, I'm, I'm getting a little bit uptight at this point. I'm on the phone with the merchant account people who have charged me an early termination fee. I've been with them for 12 years. I'm going to back off right now because I'm not the victim here. Um, and I, I, um, I hang up the phone, and he looks at me, and he's laughing, which – isn't particularly helping me, but in a sense, it's probably helping me quite a bit. And uh, he suggests that there's some really funky stuff going on uh, that I should look at. And he said, you know, the college didn't pay you, and the, the merchant account thing cost you all this money, and the charges from the bank, and everything with your client. And I sat there, and I said, no, 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 don't bring the stuff with my client into it. That had nothing to do with me. That didn't come from me. And he said, yeah, but it's a bump in your road. It's part of your experience. And then he left to go have an amazing day at the beach <laughs> and go see a movie and have dinner with an amazing friend of ours. And he came to hug me, and I said, I want to hug you. Look what you've done to me. But he got me to look at my stuff and to look at all of it and say, what, what's up with this? What, wh how, how are these blocks showing up right now? What's happening? One of my mentors called them this afternoon. I was able to, to process things. 
um, a little more clearly. And uh, you got to look at it. You got to look at it. And it's not always fun to look at. There's a whole lot of other fun stuff I'd like to, to be doing. I would have liked to have gone to the beach today. Ion said, just go to the beach. I said, how can I possibly go to the beach right now? I said, I've got to deal with all this. I've got to dig in. I've got to see what's happening. I've got to break down the wall. So I'm right there with, with all of us. Um, I'm right there taking 100% responsibility. It would have been so freaking easy for me to have an attitude about the bank. It would have been so cool and smooth and effortless for me to be a victim to the merchant card account. All of this. Ignorance is bliss, but I gave up that ignorance a while back, and all that's left is for me to be 100% responsible. Now, let me explain something. It doesn't mean it always makes sense. Okay, this is this is five and a half hours later, and I'm still processing what all this means. Um, and I'll process it tonight, and, and by morning I should have it all in alignment of what's going on. But... Um, what else can we do? Self-observation is the path to transformation. You want to break down that wall? You got to look at it. You got to look at that brick or that block that's in front of you. Each of those blocks makes up that wall. And one by one, you know, it's up to us to, to figure out as individuals how to do this, how to get through it, how to get on the other side. I have a quote, an anonymous quote. This one says, breakdowns can create breakthroughs. Things fall apart so things can fall together. I was truly grateful to find that particular quote. Because when the stuff starts to fall apart, it can be a little bit unsettling. Just a little bit unsettling. I was working with someone the other day, and I had a realization. So truly... I was working with someone the other day, and I had a realization about me based on what the reflection was. And the realization was that sometimes our stuff, our dramas, whatever it is that we're that makes up our patterns as part of who we are in that moment. Sometimes we like it. 
we didn't like it, we probably would have changed it already. And so it's to get in there and really identify how much we don't like it. Anthony Robbins has a quote about how we change. He says, so how do we change? The most effective way is to get your brain to associate massive pain to the old belief. You must feel deep in your gut that not only has this belief cost you pain in the past, but it's costing you in the present and ultimately can only bring you pain in the future. Then you must associate tremendous pleasure to the idea of adopting a new empowering belief. What a good way to create change. What a good way to shift a belief system. Let's face it. Do you really want to shift a belief system that's working for you? So why don't you dig into the one you've identified that, that isn't working for you and really clearly attach to it how much it has not worked for you in the past, right now, and in the near future. How really detrimental this belief system has been. And then look at the new belief system. And feel how really good it will be to adopt it as a new empowering belief. You've got to go through some sort of process to move things through to create a transformation, to be the alchemist in your life and transform some aspect of your experience, some aspect of you from a lower vibrational energy to a higher vibrational energy. Take the lead that you've identified as part of you and turn it into gold. That's what we're all about here. Uh, Cherie Moraga has a quote. She said, sometimes a breakdown can be the beginning of a kind of breakthrough, a way of living in advance through a trauma that prepares you for a future of radical transformation. And I sat here Friday night reading what people had written to me tapping into what I do at the highest level. And I didn't realize it at that time, but I'm realizing it right now in this moment that what I did was associating quite a bit of pain to that old belief that I'm not really good enough. And as I sat there, I saw and connected to what my dream really is. And I felt something much better. 
And in that process, I began to transform what didn't serve me into what does serve me. It's not rocket science, my friends. It truly is this simple. Is it easy? I don't know. Is it for you? I don't always make it easy. It can be. It's another belief system. Why don't we make it easy? Why do we have to make it difficult? It is simple at its very core. Les Brown, bless him, I just I get such a kick out of Les Brown, says, you cannot be wimpy out there on the dream-seeking trail. Dare to break through barriers to find your own path. Yes, Les! I love it. You cannot be wimpy out there on the dream-seeking trail. Dare to break through barriers to find your own path. And Les Brown would be the first one to tell you those barriers, you put them up. Nobody's put any barriers up for me. No one's added any blocks to my wall. I built that wall. I've been spending years taking that wall down. When I started, it maybe felt like the Great Wall of China was not as great as the wall that I built. And each day now I'm getting closer and closer, closer and closer to just being on the other side of that wall. Madeline... Langle says, that's the way things come clear all of a sudden. And then you realize how obvious they've been all along. Sat here the other night with tears on my cheeks. And I realized that it was really only mean that it was not obvious to. How are you blocking yourself from your dreams? This week's question. What are your blocks? And what do you need to transform them? What are your blocks? Dig in, find out, spend a little time, turn off the TV early, take a blank piece of paper and write at the top, my blocks are, and then just fill the rest of the page and page after page if you need to. Don't judge it, just write it. Write it quick and let it out. And then when you're all done, sit there and take a look at it. Read what you've written. You will be amazed at what you allow to come forth. This is simple.
you really can make it easy. Time to move through. Your dreams are waiting for you on the other side. You built the damn wall. <laughs> now why don't you turn into your own demolition crew? It's all up to you. It is all up to you. Might as well get started on it tonight. You're on this call. Take some time afterwards and start going through your stuff. Start figuring out what you tucked away where. Start looking at all the blocks that make up your wall. And start transforming them. Turn them into something that really serves you. Breaking down is not so bad. That's the only way for that wall to fall. Why don't you break down with me? Tremendous gratitude for each of you joining on this call tonight. want to just let you know this Saturday... Ion and I are in Los Angeles, right near Venice Beach, Saturday from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock. If you're not out here in this area, you must know someone who is. Send them to dreamteamhealing.com. These are amazing, amazing events. Help us get the word out about it. Help us make a difference. Crown chakra. All right, I'm going to unmute the line. Love to hear from you. Share something that serves all of our highest good. Here we go. And we are unmuted. I want to hear from West Virginia. I want to hear from Wisconsin, California, Maryland, New York. We got people all over the place. What do you got for us tonight? This is Barb. Hey, Barb. Um, hey there. Um, my uh, immediate um, thought is that I actually can ask for help and, you know, use, like you said, use you as a mirror, for example. That was pretty big because that has been my biggest block to... Uh, you know, keep it to myself and not really, maybe not even myself looking at it. So that was a big one. So thank you. Thank you, Barb. Thank you so much for stepping up and sharing that. And, yeah, I mean, this is part of it. Every, everything we perceive outside of us is a mirror for us. Everything outside of us, every person outside of us, Every aspect of our experience that shows up outside of us is reflecting back to us what's going on with us as the individual. You tap into that and you start working with that and using that energy, and that then becomes the self-observation. 
And Barb, you are clearly on the path to transformation, and thank you so much for sharing. All right, anyone else tonight? Hey, Mark, um, it's Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Hi, I just wanted to say that, um, that you know, just like you're, you're uh, you know, obviously the call just like really hit home for me, and um, and I've been like realizing lately just about how fast the, the day goes by, and um, like I've just been so much more aware of it lately, and um, it just makes me more determined to make, you know, make the most of each day and make the most of each moment. Um, because it really does go by so quick, and our dreams are just going to, like, go right by if we don't, you know, do something about it now. You're so right. I mean, and you've got, I know you've got kids, and it just, it's, I mean, Maya's nine years old. It seems like just the other day that she counted on me for everything, you know, and and that's that's starting to shift, and I love that, and yet how wild is that? You know, and and the dreams, you know, we've seen, I'm sure we all have examples in our lives of people we cared dearly for that didn't break down their wall and they didn't get on the other side to truly live their dream. And I got an email the other day from, from a dear friend of mine and uh, they shared something. I, I, it was a seven-pager, and I sat here. You guys are going to think I cry all the time. I sat here in absolute tears. Um, I was so touched by what they had written. And, um, you know, part of it was a person in their life, very dear to them, that didn't, didn't break through, that didn't get to the other side. You know, people show up for us and they teach us in one of two ways. They teach us by doing what we want to emulate. You know, they inspire us. Or they teach us by doing something in a way that, that we don't want to do it because we don't want to end up like them. And I've got some of those people showing up in my life right now, and they're some of the closest people to me. And... In a sense, it it absolutely tears me up. And then in another sense, it so inspires me to dig into my own stuff because that's not the way I want it to go. I don't want to be sitting somewhere 80 years old and be thinking of the dreams that I didn't live. That's That's not the life for me. So, Patricia, thank you so much for sharing tonight. Thanks, Mark. Anybody else? If I wait 30 seconds longer, will you say something? (laughs) Hey, Mark. Hey there. This is Billy. Hi, Billy. I want to let you know that um, I'm breaking my barriers down with a sledgehammer. (laughs) And um, if you need help with yours, you just let me know. 
just knowing that that's what you're doing gives me the extra inspiration and inner fortitude to pick up my own damn sledgehammer and take a whack at my own wall. <laughs> Thank you, Billy, as always. I appreciate your comments and your energy on this call. Well, we're about ready to close out. I sense that there's one other person that wants to share something but is acting a little bit on the shy side. Do you want to just take a shot at, at sharing something? This could be the beginning of you taking a block out of your wall. You want to, you want to go for it? No worries. We're here every week, every Wednesday night, 6.30 Pacific Daylight Time. No longer standard time, now daylight time. 9.30 Eastern Daylight Time. And I've just posted instructions on how to Skype in. If you're listening to this in India or the U.K., South Africa, Namibia, Portugal, Italy, I hear from you each week. Now we're making it all that much easier to connect. Thank you all so much for showing up tonight. If you know anyone in the Los Angeles area, please get them information, dreamteamhealing.com. Love to have them there as an extension of you. We'll be back here next week with lessons from the front line assisting all of us on the journey that we call life. Lots of love to everyone. Get out there and have an impact on your wall and in your world. Take care. We'll see you. We'll hear you next week. Good night. Good night, Mark. Good night.